0: Bill's Mafia was good this Stevie Johnson Mr. Why So Serious and you now tuned in to the lowdown with Jake Jordan. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the coolest place in Bill's Mafia outside of Western New York. I am your host, Jake. This is The Lowdown, and you're going to notice that today kind of has a little bit of a somber mood. I'm not going to be the upbeat, most energetic person in the world, and you know, it's crazy because you'd think by this point in the week that, you know, we'd be over it, that the season is over for the Buffalo Bills, and I know a lot of people are like, all right, let's move on from this. Uh, Let's look forward. Let's go into that. And trust me, there's plenty of time for that in the future, especially with this podcast. Of course, this is the first half we're going to break down and mainly just have a conversation because I'm sure all week you've heard about all the numbers, 13 seconds, everything like that. I don't want to, you know, just harp on that again. I'm, I'm not one of those people that, you know, thinks that, hey let's let's just keep drudging this up of course we will talk about the game and in the second half i'm going to talk about kind of the plans for the future of the show because this will be my first full off season after you know joining built in buffalo stuff like that but of course we'll talk about that in the second half and at halftime i'll play a little snippet from brandon b which i'm sure you've heard a million times by now but kind of really emotional when it comes to that state this is a episode of coming back together because i feel like a lot of people still are not over this and of course you know this this season was supposed to be it right like the bills were charging full on and they were supposed to get it done and you know i i still get emotional you know thinking about it because i'm sure like many of you our houses were going crazy the last two drives going to Gabe Davis, which, of course, if you are a you know regular listener of this show, you know that I'm the president of the Gabe Davis fan club. He went to UCF. He was playing here when I first entered college. And I watched him for a few years, watched a few undefeated seasons with UCF. It was one of the best times I ever had watching college football in my life. And then I watched the Buffalo Bills draft him. And then I have seen him bud into someone that I think is going to be our bona fide wide receiver too. I know a lot of people argue that. But like I said in a post where I'm very proud of Gabe Davis, uh, I like for being a guy that, they, oh, always not the fastest. He doesn't run the best routes. He'll never be a wide receiver, too. He made playoff history. So to see those last two drives and Gabe Davis go down, me and my brothers, who are all, you know, either UCF alumni or current students, you know, we watched that. And, you know, those last two drives, uh, we thought we won the game. We thought the Buffalo Bills for the first time ever, because, you know, a lot of us kind of looked at that game as it's the AFC championship game we kind of watched the you know the Titans and the Bengals play and both of those teams didn't look like they were you know at the level that the Chiefs and the Bills were at and it's a shame that the Bills and the Chiefs had to play in the divisional and not for the right to basically go to the Super Bowl but no it was it was a tough game to swallow and a lot of us are you know still trying to get over it like I said it is Thursday I'm recording this right now and you know i i haven't talked about the game very much i have a few times when i was talking to my dad or my brothers or something like that but you know when i went to class of course i'm in a sports broadcasting class so everybody knows that i'm a bills fan and you know kind of wanted to get my take on it because i'm a fan and we you know talked about it and stuff like that but you know i i just haven't been ready to fully go into it. and that's fine i mean everybody you know heals in their own way uh, but I just want to say thank you. You know, I started, this is my first full season covering uh, the Buffalo Bills, at least as it uh, pertains to podcasting. And if you guys have been listening, of course, the coolest place in Bills Mafia outside of Western New York, I feel like I've grown as a podcaster and somebody who, you know, I used to be nervous when I turned on the mic and I used to have to have like tons of complex notes, but now I can sit behind the mic and talk as if somebody's there with me and I'm having a conversation with them while it's a one-sided conversation where they don't talk back I, I try to make it meaningful so if you're one of those people that have tuned in every single week on Friday and of course have tuned in the first round by on Friday nights and when it used to be on Monday nights I want to thank you because you know I I really try to get better at this and I have no idea where it'll take me in the future as You know, I try to get into broadcasting and I do this as a side thing. And it's, you know, fun for me to do because I cover the team that I love so much. And, you know, just to have people that, you know, listen to it, you know, it's it's crazy because I don't look. I I never asked for anybody to ever listen to my stuff. I kind of just do it because it's fun. Uh, Of course, I started my journey at Buffalo Fanatics. That didn't really work out. And then, you know, I didn't know what to do for a little while. And then, of course, you know, one of the people that I look up to the most and, you know, someone who I would consider a mentor and I look up to everything they do, Bruce Nolan, uh, helped me out. And now I'm on the built in Buffalo brand and I covered the Buffalo Bills for my first full season. And it was great. I've loved every single minute of it from preseason all the way to the final game. And it's of course, there's been a couple of weeks where I've had to miss it. Uh, but every single week, I try to put out a product for you guys, and I really appreciate any of the support I get. Um, I, of course, as content creators, all of us, you know, it, it's rough. How do you come onto a microphone after a game like that and try to get people to be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit here and listen"? Because a lot of people, you know, they don't want to sit there and listen. You know, they're still trying to get over it, and just them trying to consume Buffalo Bills content you know, the same week after they just got their heart broken. It's hard. It's hard for me to sit here on the mic right now and try to, you know, say something to make you feel better. And, you know, I can sit here and be one of those people that's like, we need to fire this person and fire that person and get rid of this guy, bring in these guys. I can do that, but I really don't want to. I think that, you know, there's a few things I can sit here and I can bash the decisions in the last 13 seconds of the game. Uh, I can bash... Wanting them to, you know, actually be a little bit more aggressive, not play for the tie, which has been a staple for this uh, regime so far. And, you know, I can sit here and get angry. I can be really angry, but I don't feel like that helps anybody. Maybe you are angry. I mean, I think that there's a little bit inside all of us that's angry about how it happened. Obviously, every single year you play to win a Super Bowl. And while that's not obtainable for all teams, You know, for us, it is. And last year, you know, we thought we had a really good team, but Kansas City proved why they were a better team. And then this year, not only do we beat Kansas City in the regular season, I don't care if people said, oh, they were bad at that point. We still went toe-to-toe with a team that has been the cream of the crop of the AFC for the last four years now. And, you know, it's never going to be easy. And the fact that we went toe-to-toe with that team you know, we had a conversation on first round by last week that was, is it a failure if we lose to the chiefs? And I said, yes, it is a failure if we lose to the chiefs because we were made to beat this team. That is what we went into the off season last year wanting to do. And honestly, I'm going to have to walk back that opinion because we are made to build the Chief- to beat the chiefs. And we were so close. And there's mistakes that happen at the end of the game that I'm sure the coaches want back and that the players want back. And they could have won the game. It literally came down to a coin toss and whoever would have got that ball in overtime, even though I don't believe it should have even went to overtime, but whoever got that ball in overtime was going to win the game and the Buffalo Bills just were not on the winning side of it. So, you know, we can be angry all we want. And sometimes anger helps people get over things. Uh, But sometimes just a reassurance that, you know, your team, while they didn't get it done this year, the one thing coming out of this game is that Josh Allen is the man. And if there's one thing that we can talk about is how Josh Allen single-handedly took this team, put it on his back, and tried to will them to win. And he did for the most part. Josh Allen doesn't play on defense. And, you know, that, of course, that's the problem. The defense just didn't get it done. Of course, they're gassed. And it's it's just how it goes. You know, Josh Allen did everything in his power, had one of the greatest performances in playoff history, one of the greatest games in playoff history to ever be played. And the Buffalo Bills aren't on the winning side of it. It always seems to be that the Buffalo Bills are never on the winning side of history in the NFL postseason. And, you know, I I think that that's going to change. I think that this offseason, while Brandon Bean in his press conference said they're not going to be big spenders, and I do fully anticipate that Brandon Bean is going to go with another safe draft. That's just kind of the culture and the makeup of the Buffalo Bills front office. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people think that the Super Bowl window is closing. It's closing and it's closing fast because Josh Allen's money is going to go in But I think that a lot of people need to realize, too, that as long as you have Josh Allen on your team, you are never going to have your Super Bowl window be closed. I had to talk to my family about that, too, because, you know, they were talking about the window closing. And I said, look, you have to know that every single time that you say that the windows are closing, you have to think, but we have Josh Allen on our team. And Josh Allen is going to be one of those generational players that maybe you don't have... The ultimate big time weapons around him, he's going to be able to make people look good, and he has consistently done that in his career to this point. So, Josh Allen proved to me against the Kansas City Chiefs that he's the man, he is going to be the man in Buffalo until he retires. Because the Buffalo Bills have their a guy who's going to go out there, and every single time he's on the field, he's going to give his best, and we all know that. As long as 17 is the leader of this team, they will always be in contention to be a perennial playoff team that is going to be in the hunt. And of course, we're going to have to deal with people like Patrick Mahomes and stuff in the future. We're going to have to deal with the Joe Burrows. We're going to have to deal with the Justin Herberts once they finally get their stuff together on the coaching side. We're going to have to deal with those. But I will go into battle, and I'm sure any player that's on this team, after watching that performance by Josh Allen, they're going to to attract people that are going to come and want to play with Josh Allen. It's the Tom Brady effect. And a lot of people, you know, are going to be like, oh, well, Tom Brady, That just, just listen, hear it out. People went to play with Tom Brady. And after that performance by Josh Allen, people and players are now on notice. They know that there's guys in the league that they'll be like, yeah, I want to go play for that guy. And they will take good deals to come play with those dudes. Josh Allen is one, and Patrick Mahomes is one. Those are just guys, and of course, the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Bradys of the world. But those are the guys in the AFC. They are those guys. And it's going to be that for the foreseeable future. So I know that people are mad, and they think that we only have a couple more years to do this before we're not going to be able to do it anymore. Look, the Buffalo Bills core is still intact. They have Josh Allen. And they're going to be smart enough to be able to keep enough pieces around Josh Allen to be a contender every single year. So I understand it's very, very disappointing how this season ended. And you probably don't want to hear this because you know, hey, I don't need you to talk down to me. We know that it's disappointing. But some people are still really angry. And there's some people like me that I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it. But, you know, it it gets emotional. And being somebody who covers it, you know, I I don't want to bring my emotion into it. I want to be as, you know, as composed as possible. But sometimes, you know, when it comes to a game like this, I remember my first podcast on the Buffalo Fanatics podcast network uh, when I was doing the Jordan Hour over there. uh, We had to talk about the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was a tough one and i said that it would be you know great if full circle my first podcast was going to be that and then maybe uh it would finally come around that i would get to do a podcast where we beat the chiefs but it looks like it came full circle and i'm right back doing another podcast which you know back then i used to do it with my brother and stuff like that but now i kind of do it more solo and i kind of found you know i'm in my little niche right here i kind of like doing it solo and I also love doing it with people that's not a problem and of course when we talk about things later you'll understand what my original vision for the show was but you know I think that it just came full circle again and I'm talking to you again about the Buffalo Bills falling short to the Kansas City Chiefs again and I'm gonna say this season is not a failure of course it's a letdown and as fans, you know, there's things that we can nitpick and say, why didn't they do this? They should have done that, you know, but it just didn't happen. And the coaching staff failed the players in this situation. And whatever happened, you know, whether it's squib kicks or things like that, you know, we we just got to deal with it. It did not get done. And the Buffalo Bills fall short another year. But it's something else to build upon because this team is still right there. They're still able to hang with the best of them. And, you know, they were just a coin toss away from, you know, winning possibly the biggest game ever to be able to host a game in Orchard Park and possibly go to their first ever Super Bowl together. But. That's been the first half. Of course, if you've been listening, this is the lowdown on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network, and I've been your host, Jake. Uh, We're going to go into this halftime. I'm going to play you a little snippet of Brandon Bean that might make you cry. Maybe it doesn't. And then in the second half, it's not going to be as long, but I am going to talk about what the future for the show is going forward, because usually in the second half, we'd talk about the next game, but of course, we don't really have that anymore. So I'm gonna talk about plans about that, and then I will lead you guys off, and I will talk to you guys you know, next week. Of course, I do all that. So this has been the first half, sending you in the halftime. This has been Jake, and I will see all of you in the second half. I'm sick to my stomach that we lost the other night, but I am so appreciative. Our building is so appreciative, um, it's painful. And for people to show up at the airport, three in the morning I don't know what the temperature was but I wanted to hug them all Um, but I am just so appreciative all year long no matter where we went Um, we lost in Jacksonville and that was probably the most painful game other than the other night and so many of them stayed and were like chanting for us I mean I would have been booing us I was booing myself and uh, it just says a lot to, to who they are and and uh, I'm sorry that we didn't get it done. Um, we're all hurting, and uh, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. Welcome back, everybody, to the coolest place in Bills Mafia outside of Western New York. I am your host, Jake. This is The Lowdown, only on the Built and Buffalo Podcast Network. And this is the second half. Hopefully, you're not crying after hearing uh, Brandon Bean and the emotion that he had in his voice uh, right there in that clip that I played for you. But now we need to talk about the future. I talked about kind of what happened during the game, what the future looks like for the Buffalo Bills, just kind of like how the window is never going to be closed. And I want to start the second half. Of course, I'm going to tell you what the plan is for the show going forward and how that kind of reflects on what I wanted the show to be in the first place. And if you have been listening for a long time, you will know what the original concept for the show was. Uh, Of course, that changed throughout the season as, you know, the season was going on. Things changed, people's plans changed, but uh, right now uh, I I have a few people that I wanna thank because I kind of touched on it a little bit in the first half, but there's some people that I wanna thank that have uh, made my journey at least you know go a little bit smoother and to help me realize who I am as like a broadcaster and a podcaster uh, in my own right. First, I wanna send a thanks out To Dave the owner of built in Buffalo and Akeem because both those guys were super cool to me bringing me on Of course, I had my time at Buffalo fanatics And you know, of course that didn't end the way I wanted it to I wanted to stay there forever Uh, I thought that you know, of course, but not every single time you go somewhere. It ends the way you think it is Uh, so of course uh, I want to thank Dave and Akeem for bringing me on and giving me this platform Fridays, to give you guys a show to be able to listen to on this newly formed uh, podcast network and to be able to give you a show that, you know, is a foundational piece to their weekly lineup. And especially on a day like Friday, where, you know, the most people were getting amped going into the weekend on Friday, their last day of work. I really, really appreciate that opportunity and the opportunities that are still being afforded to me by those guys. And I also want to thank Steve Mathis, or Judge Mathis, however you guys know him, as he is now over at Cover One, but he is the guy who really got me into uh, the podcasting game. I was making YouTube videos about the Buffalo Bills on my YouTube channel, and he kind of reached out to me and was like, hey, I've seen your stuff, how would you think about, you know, making podcasts? And at the time, I had never really done a podcast before, but it was kind of crazy because I was thinking of possibly doing one, but I was thinking of doing like a show, not really a just a, a podcast, but in reality it brought me on. I kind of learned, of course, there were a lot of things that I just wasn't getting in my first go around of trying to do a show. It just didn't really work out. And of course, then after Buffalo Fanatics, of course, there was like a mix up and things happened. And I eventually, you know, I made my own executive decision that, you know, I, I was just going to leave. I was going to go look for something else. And, you know, after I had left, I wasn't really sure if I was ready to keep going. And that brings me to my next person because I always appreciate Stevie's the guy who got me into this and he's always supporting me from like to this day and i still support them i love him and dave and what they do with uh, the air raid hour that's amazing and uh, the next guy i want to thank is bruce nolan because bruce nolan is one of those guys where i sit there and he didn't have to help me bruce is just like a really really nice guy he's done multiple things to actually help me become just a better podcaster in his own right because he's somebody that i look up to in this game and when i look at up to somebody, you know, I want, I want to be able to pick somebody's brain. I want to, you know, look at somebody who I go, wow, they've been doing this for a while. They know what it is. I'm trying to get to that level and I'm going to use whatever, anytime that I need help, I want to use the resources afforded to me. And Bruce Nolan is just one of those guys that's always been there to help me out. And I just want to say, thank you. you thank you to you, Bruce, and kind of just. Helping me along my path whenever I've had problems. I've been able to reach out to you. You've been amazing, and you're always, you're, you're kind of like that guardian angel out there and, uh, in Bill's Mafia. That and every single time, you know, somebody's messing with me, you know, you still believe in me, and I love that. So thank you for that. And then I got to shout out the guys that I do my shows weekly with uh, I, Justice. Justice is my guy. I I've brought him on the show before. Before that, I wasn't really into doing live shows. I was kind of, you know, afraid to do that. And then Justice brought me on like, hey, let's do a couple of live shows. And he's grown to be one of my best friends in Bill's Mafia. And of course, I have no issues with anybody in Bill's Mafia. I, I, I try to love everybody. I try to get along with everybody. And Justice is just one of those guys that I can just shoot it with forever. Me and him are on the same wavelength. And I love it. I love doing a show with him. I love whenever, you know, he can always call on me. If if he needs something and then I can always call in him if he needs something. And then Izzy, of course, me and Justice were doing the show for a while. And then we had to move the show to Fridays because there was a, you know, kind of a thing that happened and there wasn't going to be a show, the Red Zone Report anymore on Fridays. So we stepped up and we were like, all right, yeah, sure. We'll move our time slot to Fridays. And in that we brought on Izzy and Izzy's just one of the coolest guys. So I want to say thank you to Izzy. And I just want to say, like, thank you to anybody who's been on my show. Of course, there's my brothers. If you don't know them there, I'm Jake the Bills fan. There's Bryce the Bills fan. And then Adam the Bills fan. Uh, Kind of, you know, I want to thank my family for coming on and helping me through this too, because, you know, getting into this and talking about it, you know, I originally wanted to start my podcast as a family thing. And in reality, you know, it is still that I still do it. And I still bring them on because I like to have my family involved because these conversations I have with you where I'm talking to myself, basically, are the same conversations I have with them when I'm having, you know, we we do talk about all this stuff. And that's why I like to have them on because they always bring intelligent conversation. My next one, and I know he's not going to be able to say anything on Twitter or anything like that, but Vince Taylor, another one of those guys where, you know, he always talks down about himself and his podcasting ability and, you know, talking up like me and Justice and everybody else who's on it. But Vince Taylor was one of those guys where I have like a lineup of podcasts that I listen to every week. And Vince Taylor was one of those. And of course, when he joined Built in Buffalo, uh, just listening to his podcast, I wasn't quite familiar with it, but it became a staple of my my every week lineup that I had to listen to Vince's podcast. It was absolutely amazing. And of course, everybody else on Built in Buffalo does an amazing podcast. I just don't have enough time in the day to listen to everybody's. So while I do, like, once I get through my normal podcast, I always listen to it, But Vince was all my, always my right there. When his show came out, it was Joe Marino and Locked on Bills and then Vince Taylor. That's what I did. I loved the Mafia hot seat idea, and I definitely think that you know, I, it, it's sad for me to see Vince go and not, you know, really have the full on passion to be able to do this weekly and stuff like that. But I, I love Vince. He's another guy who, you know, drove me just listening to his show, making me want to be better. And I couldn't ask for anything more than that. So Vince, if you're still listening, I really, really do appreciate you. I know you talk me up all the time, but dude, you were so good. You were so, so good. But let's talk about. And of course, hold on, before I go into that, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, There's a ton of other people that I can thank, uh, people that I've met along the way, people that I've interviewed and stuff like that, like Brother Bill we've had on before. And then on our live show, we had Chris and Brother Bill on. Like There's been so many people that I've been able to meet throughout this. And there's so many other people that I want to meet. And I will Meet them and that's where we're going to get into what are the plans for the show going forward as you guys know in the off season, it does get kind of slow and you know there's not always news to talk about you're talking about the same things over and over again sometimes people just don't want to listen to it so I want to make the you know I want to make the content engaging for you so this is kind of how we're going to set it up going forward there's going to be a week of us talking about the bills and any prominent news and topics like that. Maybe we talk about draft prospects, things like that. And I'll bring people on, you know, to talk about that with me because I I, I'm not going to consider myself the most knowledgeable guy, but I know plenty of guys that are knowledgeable in it that can give me an insight and give you guys an insight into maybe who we should be looking at when it comes towards the drafting process. But we're going to have a week where we do that. And then the next week after that, I'm going to be doing interviews. One of my things is if you started listening to this show, first off, I was getting people from the community and the first half would be me talking about the bills and the second half would be me interviewing somebody from bills mafia. Of course that fell off because I, there was a whole lot to talk about with the bills. So mainly it, it, it went away from, you know, interviewing people, and it went more towards just doing coverage for the bills so we're gonna have a week where we talk about the bills and stuff like that going into the future things that maybe people want to talk about dissecting position groups free agents all of that fun stuff and then the next week there will be interviews from other members of bills mafia just so that you can get a sense of who they are maybe you know them as a personality on twitter but maybe you don't know them as a person and all of that stuff. Maybe you've never sat down and actually heard like a full on interview with them to get to know them. Of course, in my class that I'm in right now, I'm learning how to interview people. So I thought it was a, a beautiful time to sit down and be actually able to take that concept and roll with it and take the things that I'm learning and go on with it. So that's basically how we're gonna run it down As we're gonna do a week where we talk about the bills, And then the next week, it's going to be an interview with somebody to talk about kind of just how did you get involved? What made you want to become a content creator? So you're going to see a lot of familiar names, especially from Built in Buffalo, but there's a bunch of other people, especially from other brands that I want to get on and talk to them because of course, I like to expand my network. I like to expand who I talk to. There's a bunch of people in Bill's Mafia that I sit there and I go, I would just love to talk to that person and get their perspective. So definitely be on the lookout for that. The train does not stop. We will not stop on the show. I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, this. I think this off season is what really makes, uh, makes or breaks a bills content creator. And I had a little bit of a break last off season because there was a lull from when I went from fanatics to built in Buffalo, but most definitely i think this off season more than any because of the heartbreak that came with it is going to separate who the real content creators are and the people who you know just kind of do it as a hobby so definitely be on the lookout we're not going to stop i'm going hard this is something that's really important to me and again i don't know where this journey takes me i don't know what happens uh where you know where i end up after all of this is said and done But I just want to thank all of you guys who listen to the show every single week, you know, being part of the group that listens to and being a part of like kind of the family. I I like to build a dynamic here where anybody that comes on just feels like, you know, we're guys just talking or, you know, girls. It doesn't matter. Anybody who just comes in and they feel like it's just a conversation, something cool, something laid back. And so I definitely appreciate Anybody who's been listening to the coolest place in Bills Mafia outside of Western New York, it's the best place to hang. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't know what else to tell you guys. That is the schedule. Of course, the Bills will be back stronger than ever. Of course, there's a lot of free agents, a lot of stuff to talk about during the offseason. It's going to be entertaining, and you're not going to want to miss it. You've been listening to The Lowdown on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. I've been your host, Jake. This has been the coolest place in Bill's Mafia outside of Western New York. I will see all of you guys next week.